What's up, listeners? This is Ilari and Marcel from Better Brands Podcast, brought to you by Sightly, your Nordic brand tech agency for growing your business. Many companies and startups are struggling with standing out in the online world and losing money because of confusing branding and unclear message. Branding is not just for big corporations, but for everyone. We want to simplify branding by bringing you the stories from the most successful brand leaders, as well as tips and tricks that you can immediately use in your business or your career to build the brand you deserve. Hi guys, and welcome to the Better Brands Podcast. This is episode number four, and I'm your host, Ilari, and who are you again? And this is Marcel. Hello, everybody. Hey, how are you? It's summer, it's it's Finland, and it's really warm. We have lots of mosquitoes, and you know, we should never talk about the weather or what time of a year it is in the podcast. No time-sensitive topics. Yeah, that's so true. So here is no weather, no, weather, no winter, yes. no summer, nothing. It's cold inside, man. The air conditioning is booming, and, and uh, it's... I'm chilling here. It's a timeless yes. episode. Hey, but today's episode, it's about buyer personas and why would you create one? And it's a really cool topic. I, I've been doing lots of research about buyer personas in the past few years, but mostly in marketing side. But today we're going to touch it a bit more in the branding side, that why your brand would actually have a buyer persona or many, maybe. Yeah, it's in the name, name of the term. Um, this is not about your brand. This is about the customer, exactly. the ideal customer. Do you remember our last episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the brand persona, our previous episode. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, this is the epi- episode that we discussed the other side of that brand persona. Who is your brand talking to? We actually have five steps how to create a buyer persona. And we have accompanying tools that you can use to create your own buyer persona personas. Exactly. But why do we need by a, by a persona, but do we think about that? Is it some some game, some kind of uh, uh, silly feeling form? Yeah, uh, internet is full of those silly feeling forms. You know, I've actually tried like ten different ones and marketing mark, uh, landscape lotta. Yes, and you can see the nice images on the side. But but you know, people do those tests, but they usually don't end up anywhere. They don't use that in marketing or, or sales. It's just, you know, fun exercise that consulting companies come and visit your your brand and, and they charge 10 or 20,000 and nothing actually happens. But if they would know that that makes a lot of difference since uh, companies are losing a lot of lot of money with, with badly targeted marketing exactly. efforts. Uh, and, and here, for instance, if you are sending... Uh, for lead and nurturing email in the database, if you would have buyer personas, you could give pretty good segmentations, and you would see save a lot of uh, time and uh, an effort. It would go to the right people, yeah. right target group who are really, really interested about your message. Yeah, just a short recap: What are the five steps? The first one is that you have to actually analyze your current database. Then you have to do some market research. Third one is to analyze your own data. Four is segment your customers, and the five is to actually create the persona or the personas that you can actually start using. So, should we go into the steps in more detail, Marcel? Yes. Get this party started. Let's do it. The first one, the actual first step when creating a buyer persona is, is if you have lots of historical data, you should actually start with the analyze of that. So, who would you in the company? Would you talk to Marcel? Well, probably to the best customers. Yes, or the salespeople, who is actually signed the, sign the customers <laughs> into, into you. Yes, ask the sales who are the best customers. Who knows the best 
or business. And why are they interacting with your brand? Why are they using your services? So I think it's good that, that you find like the really good customers that love your brand already. Yes, and ask them really good, well-crafted questions. That what are you, what are they satisfied? What is unique in your business? Is there something what they would uh, add more? Yeah, I think it's really really cool. And then you actually, when you are interviewing the customers, you you know that it's a lot the landscaper. So you know that who are you calling to? It's like a real phone call that you you should actually start doing and ask yourselves the phone numbers, <laughs> start giving calls to, to your current customer base and, and find the best ones that you have the most MRR or, or the biggest clients that buy your services or, or products at the moment. Yes, and of course, uh, <clears throat> audience, you need to you need to ask, uh, let's say, people in the street also. Uh, it can be. Uh, basically phone calls or uh, surveys, uh, you should ask them as well. Yeah. So I think that comes to the next step when, when you have analyzed your current customers. But I think really the key to understanding who could be your buyer persona when you're creating one is, is to find the gaps, what you're actually missing. Like I would do as the second step is the market research. Who are you missing like all the opportunities that you're serving really good customers already, but, but who are you missing? What are the buyer personas that you could actually find and add to your current customer segments? Yeah, but how can you find these gaps? You have to know the market. You need some tools for that. Use database and uh, maybe AI. Or you can just, you know, use an agency to do the work for you and you just say that, this is our current customer base, and, and could you do as a research? Yes, and they will use psychology um, to who they do they identify themselves, yeah. the customers. Do they have already already some brand? What what they are identify themselves that I am an Nike person, <laughs> I am I am an iPhone person, or a certain car brand person. But we know that people intend to especially young generation to, to change very quickly. Um, the loyalty, the brand loyalty is changing very quickly. Yeah, people are, you know, um, if, if they see a good brand or a cheap offer, they might switch. That's different on the B2B section, but, but mostly on when you're working with consumers, it's really important to pay, pay attention on, on the customer side, that who, who are your uh, really good fit customers. Yeah, you have to know the brand, you have to know the customer's behavior. Uh, for example, that they, they, uh, they just leave abandoned uh, online shop, shoppings very easily. Um, and they actually expect loyalty from the brand. Exactly. So the brand is actually creating uh, awesome content or having fairs or, or marketing campaigns that they can participate or be a part of that brand. So I think that's the really key for the market reasons to find the really good fit personas that you can add to your current customer base. Hi guys, it's Tuomas, producer of Better Brands Podcast. Sorry for interrupting the episode in which we'll be right back with. I just wanted to take a quick break to tell you that there is a big global problem in branding. The problem is that cool brands like yours are hidden from your potential customers to find. When the customers can't find you, it doubles the sales and marketing effort you have to put in. 
The problem is not your fault because the right tools and frameworks haven't existed before now. Just hear it from our hosts how to solve the problem. We've created a framework which consists of seven steps. How to create a successful brand in seven days. Every step has its own tool to help you on your journey of creating a successful brand. This is the second step in the framework in which we want to give you a free brand persona tool to find your ideal customers. With the brand persona tool, you can easily create your own brand persona with your own data to start targeting the right audiences because the brands like yours deserve so much more. It's our mission at Better Brands to make awesome brands like yours visible so your potential customers can find and fall in love with you, whether you are a woman show or employer of thousands. Let's start making a difference in branding today. And now, back to the episode. Third step, actually, is, is that you analyze your own data that you already possess. It's mostly the marketing data, the behavior data. For example, you can, if you are, you are using, like, let's say, web analytics tools like Google Analytics or Matomo Analytics, so basically understand the patterns that people are scanning. For example, if you have a website or application, then how are they interacting with your brand and what are you missing? Yes, data you should really use because uh, because data helps to provide for you in future a consistent communication and branding. Uh, based on that, you cannot make mistakes. Uh, very few. Um, of course, we know data on a way uh, on a way narrowing or <laughs> personal life, but uh, but on a way also more personalized. So there are a lot of benefits as well. Yeah, but it's a continuous thing. So you have to do it all the time. So it's not a one-time thing. Let's say many of the brands are launching new products all the time. So you have to keep the market research and analyze your own data as a part of your daily routines. But when you're starting to create the personas, this is like the first chunk of data that you have to analyze first. It's your own behavior data. I think the web analytics part is really good to start with. Yeah, based on this, for example, we know that there will be in future less and less wow campaigns. There will be more focusing for small groups, communities. Yeah, like this. You can see the micro-influencers in TikTok and Instagram. They're really growing. Like people have 1,000 to 5,000 followers and, and they're really doing the campaigns for the brands as well. So it's really, really good to find those, especially from your own data, but bot data as well. So that also gives us a good donkey bridge or Arsenal and finish to number four, which is to actually to segment your own customers that when you've done the first step, so who is your current customer base? You've done your market research, who you're missing, and then you've analyzed your own data. So basically the number four is, is to uh, combine those two you can do it in a, in a database, in Excel, or piece of paper. It's just, you know, finding similar traits from those, those uh, different customer types you've you already identified from those previous three steps. Yeah, let's mention few. Let's try a few. So, marketers, uh, landscapers, who else can be? The segmentations, what kind of segmentations? So I think demographics have? is good. Yes. That you know, like, for example, the age. Um, is it 30, 40, 50, 20? Like, what is the mediocre age of the buyer persona? Yeah, but living location. Yeah, living location. You can target your, you know, marketing campaigns if they live in certain, you know, parts of uh, different countries. Then you can target those. Also, uh, I think behavior analytics is good. That, like what kind of mediums they want to, you know, consume. Do they use 
like print mediums to those, uh, let's say that if they want to read stock news from Interest or some other platform. Yeah, but social media platform they use. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is their income, you know, base? Do they make a lot of money or do they work in, in some other field that they're like non-profit organizations or? Yeah, they're sensitive for... Uh, and what are their motivations? I think it's really good that you find what motivates your buyer persona, what they want to achieve in their life. Because when you solve that, you can really, really target your marketing campaigns and your sales efforts as well. If they want to make a change on the world, then you can really change. Well, this is the marketing message our brand is delivering to that buyer persona. But we have a, a tool, eventually. Um, with all the data. <laughs> exactly. What will help you to create your buyer persona? Yeah, internet is, is full of these buyer persona tools, but most of them are, are missing the most essential part is that we just mentioned is that what motivates your buyer persona, what they want to actually achieve in their life. How can your brand help them to achieve that one? So the, the tool is something that you can download. It's in accompanying PDF. You can find from, from our website and the links in the show notes. But you can actually create the buyer persona or personas. How many personas should there be, Marcel, for like normal company? Generally, t- three to five, but it depends on your business. It can be even one is sometimes what suits to you. And if you think about huge companies, retail companies, uh, there are even 20, if you think about there is That's quite uh, many. garden section, uh, kids section, uh, etc. Then, then you need to give many options. Yeah, and the buyer personas can change like during the year. For example, you're selling garden supplies. Like they're usually selling them during springtime. So your buyer persona activates during your spring campaign. And it lasts for a couple of months, then so your quarter, other buyer Quarterly, person. you need to yeah. recheck it. Yeah, exactly. Your, your marketing campaigns can be specific to a specific marketing goal that you want to achieve. So, so you can have diff- four different marketing personas, or I mean buyer personas, for, for a whole year, depending on your seasonal products that you're selling. So this, this is what helps to look for the solution in the funnel or in the tunnel, right? Yeah, funnel or tunnel. But the tool is, is good that, that you can actually take it into use in, in the funnel part of the marketing on the top level of the people you haven't identified or the prospects on your sales part. And in the sales part, you can use it in the ABM model, account-based marketing as well, to target target the customer that you want to achieve. So, yes, it's similar. The yeah. buyer persona is just even more precise. Yeah, and in the service team, you can actually, when, when you have the buyer personas in place, you can... When, when your customer service is helping your customers, you understand how can you help when you know the, the motivations behind your customers. You know how to actually help them. You can ask really good questions that how can I be assistance today? And, and you can create FIQs to your website or create a service bot on your website based on, on the interactions they've had with your brand or the buyer personas have had. Support them with good questions. Yes. So I think this buyer persona... Uh, brings your own brand personality into life more because you know who, are, who your brand is talking to. Like, is it talking to you, Marcel? Or our own producer, Tuomas? Or somebody else? Or just talking to all the people in the Nordics? Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, that concludes our five steps uh, of creating a 
meaningful buyer persona, but let's, Marshall, just to have a short recap on the five steps that you get familiar of creating a one. Yes, the step one was, who are your current best customers? And you can ask your sales team or your marketing about that. Yep. The second was the market research. So analyze the, the ones that you're actually missing out, find the gaps. Third one was analyze your own data. You can use Google Analytics, Facebook, or all the data that you own. So the basic the behavior analytics. And then fourth one, segment the customers. Yes, put them in, in boxes and then find the similar traits that you can actually create the personas. And then the fifth one, the buyer persona tool yeah, to use you, it. Yeah, use the tool that to create the actual persona personas. How many personas was there? Uh, best if you have three to five. Yeah. So your services or products can actually target real buyer personas. But start with one. It's easier when you create one and see what kind of uh, uh, messaging you can create based on that persona. Is it sales message or marketing message or service message that you're delivering to your new buyer personas? Hopefully this episode has been helpful for you when you're creating your buyer personas. And uh, there's accompanying tool to create your own persona. You can find the link in the show notes. And actually our next episode, just a small teaser, is going to be about brand storytelling. So stay tuned for that episode. I think it's one of my future favorite episodes going to be storytelling. Yeah, we have really, really interesting ways how to tell stories. Yeah, your brand story. But all right, hey, uh, please subscribe. Use your favorite podcast platform to listen to us. And hopefully you've enjoyed today's episode. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode has been a part of our Better Brand series, how to create a successful brand in seven days. We'll cover all the secret ingredients of branding, and in each episode, one of the ingredients in more detail. Follow these seven steps and use the provided tools in each episode to start making an impact in your business today. Hi guys, and thanks for listening to Better Brand Podcast. Better Brands, we want to make branding a simple task, not a drag. That's why we'll give you the stories, tools, and best practices you can use to build the brand you deserve. See you in the next episode. episode.